0: 8888352414. 8, this is Learning with Leslie. Hello and welcome to another episode of Learning with Leslie. I am your host, Leslie Samuel from Learning With And I got another exciting episode for you today i'm excited as usual Uh, but today i'm going to be talking about a a topic that has been overcomplicated misconstrued overhyped and a bunch of other long words Uh, the topic of today's episode is seo made easy how to rank well in the search engines today i'm going to be talking about search engine optimization and this obviously is a very uh, important topic when it comes to internet marketing, online business, and all of the above. Because really, if you rank one well of the search engines, you, you, you can get a lot of traffic. So we're going to talk about some of those things, but you see, my goal is to make it as simple as possible. I want to make it easy so at the end of this, you can take something away from it, apply it to your online business, work it in on your blog, and rank higher in the search engine. So we're going to get into that topic for today. All right, so you know the topic. Now, before I get into the topic, I want to do something new. And you know, I've been trying to think about things that I can do on this podcast to make it unique, to give it give it a different twist than some other podcasts out there. And one of the things I came up with is I'm going to start a section right at the beginning of my podcast called What's Going On. That's the name of the section. And what I'm going to do in that section is, I'm just going to um, talk about something that's going on in the world of internet marketing blogging, um, social media, or something of that sort that is very interesting, something that I find to be very interesting, and something that's current so that you guys can um, be up-to-date as to at least some of the things that's going on in the online world. Now, for today, I'm going to try to get a a nice little ditty or some kind of theme music to go and introduce that part. But today, I don't have that, so I'm just going to say what's going on. Oh maybe maybe that can be part of it. Anyhow, so something very interesting that happened actually just yesterday. Uh the original Pro blogger Darren Rouse. I'm assuming you guys know him. Uh if you do not know him and you are into blogging, I would recommend doing some research on this guy, but he is the original professional blogger, the guy that got a lot of this stuff going, the guy without whom we probably wouldn't be blogging the way we're blogging today. Well, you know, I can't say that, but he he definitely played a very important role in it. He was one of the first to actually start blogging professionally and to blog about blogging professionally. Um, and you can see his blog at ProBlogger.net. I mean, he's a reputable guy. He has over uh, 321,000 subscribers. And um, that, that's a lot of subscribers um, to his blog at ProBlogger.net. Anyhow, yesterday I saw something on Twitter and I went and checked it out. And YouTube, everybody know who YouTube is, right? YouTube actually suspects. Suspended his account yesterday. YouTube suspended Darren Rouse's account. Pro blogger, the guy that we go to and um, check out what he's doing so that we can learn how to do what we're doing better, they suspended his account. Now, this is kind of ironic because obviously Darren Rouse is very credible. He is credible to the point that YouTube actually di- did a video a video on him, Google, Actually, when they were uh, in order to promote AdSense, they did a video showing him and (laughs) how he's been able to grow his business using AdSense. And they actually made a video showing that this guy is a credible person. This guy is someone that we trust and he knows what he's doing. And his account was suspended. Um, so he wrote a, a a funny letter. I'm gonna link to it in the show notes. He he wrote that letter on his blog, and of course that is gonna cause a huge buzz. It got a bunch of comments and a bunch of tweets and likes and um, shared on uh, tweets on Twitter and likes on Facebook. And um, the, it caused a, a big uh, you know uproar. And um, eventually, uh, YouTube, of course, because of the reach that this guy has. Um, they act, reactivated his account and he's all good. But I thought it was interesting and I started doing some searching online and I saw that um, there are other marketers and, and some of the which are trusted marketers. There's David Jennings, he had his account suspended um, and it seems like the reason they were suspended is because they were making videos talking about making money online um and it, my guess is that when you know uh, they go through and scan the videos and they see these titles, they they um sus- people suspect it and some someone might flag it or report it or something of that sort. And when you go to play the video, it says this video has been removed as a violation of YouTube's policy against spam scams and commercially deceptive content. Sorry about that. And then there's a, a, a goofy face, not a smiley face, but close to it <laughs> on the video, which I thought was very interesting. But you know what? This, this um, kind of shows me um, YouTube is owned by Google. Okay, and as we've seen in the past, Google has a lot of power, and if you are ranking well in Google and from one day to the next, which has happened this year, they decide to just shut you down and take you out of the search engine rankings, um, that can affect your business significantly. And, you know, if the, if Darren Rouse wasn't Darren Rouse, if he was the average person um and he had all his videos on YouTube, and his account got suspended, that's a lot of content that you are losing. So, you know, this <laughs> this reinforces the thing in my mind where I am die hard against relying on any one source for traffic, for growing my online business, and it's something that I, I caution everyone about. Please do not depend on any one source. If you're uploading your videos to YouTube, you better have that junk backed up Um, because if from one day to the next YouTube decides to flip a switch on you, uh, you have something that you can fall back on. Uh, I just thought that was very interesting. If I woke up tomorrow and all of my videos on YouTube were just gone, my account was suspended oh man i I don't even know what I would do at this point, so right, i'm I'm looking into ways of protecting myself where that's concerned now, I'm not too concerned with my biology content because I mean how how uh, how much of a scam can biology be looked at <laughs> i mean that that's definitely can't be even misconstrued as being a scam but um for what I'm doing at learning with Leslie, I'm gonna start thinking about different ways of putting videos out there because, you know, I, I definitely wouldn't want that to happen to me. So that's the that's the what's going on for today's episode, and that's all I'm gonna get into that. So um, I'm gonna include some links in my in the show notes, and you can go and check out um, that very comical letter that <laughs> Darren Rouse. Um, wrote to YouTube. It was entitled, Dear YouTube, You Broke My Heart, an open letter to YouTube. I thought it was very interesting. Anyhow, let's get to the topic for today, which is search engine optimization. You know what I did? I went to Wikipedia and I said, let me see what Wikipedia has to say about search engine optimization. And this is what um, Wikipedia says about search engine optimization. Search engine optimization or SEO is the process of improving the visibility of a website or a web page in the search engines via the natural or unpaid and then in parentheses it has organic or algorithmic search results. Okay, now that makes sense, but I want to I want to make it really simple. According to Leslie, this is what SEO is. SEO is helping your blog or your website rank well In the search engines. Plain and simple. You want your site to rank well in the search engines and you want it to rank for the right keywords. And by doing that, you can get a significant amount of traffic to your website. If I look at my analytics for my interactive biology website, I will see and I'm pulling it up right now. My internet is extremely slow. Um, but a significant amount of my traffic is due to search engine. Um, especially Google, specifically Google. More than 50% of my traffic, just above 50%. I'd give you the exact number, but my Internet is not just slow. It's not working right now. Um, And that's just, you know, one of those things that you deal with when you live in the middle of nowhere. Um, But, yeah, uh, I think it's about 52 or 53% of my traffic today comes from Google. And that's because there are certain things that I do to enhance my rankings in Google um, so that I can get that traffic coming from Google because it's very valuable traffic if you do it the right way. Okay, so the fact is that Google can send you a lot of traffic if you do your job well. And today, Google is a huge player when it comes to online business, as you are fully aware um, I have some suspicions that, you know, and and, and I'm I'm making some predictions here, <laughs> but I have some suspicions that uh, yeah, I don't know. I don't even know if I should say it, but my suspicions is that uh, Facebook is gonna start to play a bigger role in that process than it has in the past. Um, But I'm going to get into that in a a different episode. I I have a lot to say (laughs) where that's concerned. Anyhow, so how do you rank well in Google? How do you rank well in the search engines in general? Um, And uh, what I want to talk about are two main components to an effective um, SEO campaign. Okay, They are on-site factors and they are off-site factors. Factors, On-site and off-site factors. And what I want to talk about first, on-site factors. Let's get, let's get to that. In the world of Google, if you've been listening to um, my podcast, if you've been following what I've been doing for a while, you've probably heard me say this. I don't know who I got it from. Um, it's not, I, I can't take full credit. I can't take any credit for it. I heard it somewhere. But in the world of Google, content is king. And that is very significant because Google's main objective is to be is to catalog relevant content. Uh, so that if you go to google.com and you do a search, the results that you get are going to be as close to what you're looking for as possible. That's their main objective. And it, it, it makes a lot of sense then to try to see if you can give Google as much information as possible. Okay, so the take-home message when it comes to on-site factors is that you want to give Google as much information as possible so that you can, so that Google can know exactly what to do with your content. Okay, so um, it finally loaded uh, my Google Analytics, and it's a little less than I said, 48.99% of my traffic comes from the search engines, and I'm actually, I've been trying to um, make it so that more of my traffic comes from varied sources, so I'm not dependent on anyone. In the beginning, I was more dependent on Google. I think 60 or 70% of my traffic was coming from the search engines, but now um, that traffic hasn't gone down, but I've brought everything else up so that I'm not too dependent on Google, all right? So, um, on-site factors, there are a number of things that come into play, but there's one main question you need to be asking yourself when it comes to um, search engine optimization in terms of on-site factors. This is a question that you want to be asking yourself. What would my ideal visitor be looking for in order to get to the site? Okay, if you have a website, you should know who your ideal visitor is And you should have an idea of what they're looking for so that you can target what they're looking for and get them to your site. And there are a number of factors that come into play in this on-site factors category. First factor, and I would recommend pulling out a notepad or something and taking some notes. Um, I will have some of these details in my show notes so you can print those off and highlight and make notes if that's what what you need to do. Um, But the first factor that comes into play, on-site factors, and when I say on-site, I mean things that are on your site. Number one, the title of the page. Let's, for example, if uh, I have my biology website and my main keywords that I'm targeting, my main keywords, interactive biology. And because that's the case, I named my domain Interactive Biology. It's interactive-biology.com. And what that does is it gives information to Google saying that the site deals with interactive biology. So if someone searches um, for that in Google and Google comes to my site, it scans my site, it sends out the the bots, and the bots see that the name of the site is Interactive Biology, it's going to think, okay, Maybe this is relevant to interactive biology, but it goes beyond that. It also goes to the keywords um, that you are um, that the titles. I'm sorry. It goes also to the titles of the individual blog posts that you make. So, if, for example, um, one of the keywords I'm targeting is diagram of the human heart or Human Heart Diagrams. If I am targeting that, I could make a blog post that says, here are some diagrams of the human heart, or diagrams of the human heart, here are a bunch, or something of that sort. So in the title of that blog post, or the page, or whatever I'm doing it on, it gives information as to what is contained on the page. So the first important um, factor is the title of the page. A number of things to keep in mind with the title. The shorter the, the title, the better. So if I'm targeting diagram of a human heart, the best title would be diagram of a human heart. Now sometimes, depending on the keyword, you might have to add some information to that, but you want to keep it as short as possible because if you have a very long title, what that does is it decreases the keyword density. And that is also a factor. So try to make it as short as possible. Try to have your keywords in the title. And if you can have your keywords at the beginning of the title, that's even better. So the title, short. Have your keywords in there. Have them as close to the beginning as possible. And that is going to help Google see that this is what your site or this is what this blog post is about. Okay, number two, um, the URL of the page. If, for example, my title is Diagram of the Human Heart, but my website URL is interactive biology.com, and then on that page I'll have slash question mark equals 58 or something of that sort, that doesn't give Google any information. In the URL, it doesn't give any information as to what is on the page. So what you want to do is reset your permalinks, and I talk about that in in the seven-day boot camp. I'm trying to remember what day that is. Um, I think that's on day three, but I might be wrong. Just check it out and see. Um, but in the, in the settings of your WordPress blog, of course, I am assuming that everybody is on WordPress. If you're not on WordPress, then... You, <laughs> Get on WordPress, all right? So you want to set the, the, the permalinks so that it shows the name of the, the title of the page in the URL. So instead of uh, interactivebiology.com slash P equals question mark 58 or whatever that um, is, you want it to say something like interactivebiology.com slash diagram dash of dash human dash heart. So that shows Google, even in the URL, that it is relevant to diagram of the human heart. And that's, you know, I'm, I'm using this um, as an example because it's what I'm doing. Um, but for you, that's going to be different. So you know exactly what you're targeting. You can title your post that you can make sure your permalinks are set so that there's information even in the URL. Now, there's one thing I want to mention. When it comes to WordPress, there are plugins that you can install that help you with this. Um, And um, as I said, you want to make sure you have your keywords at the beginning. Now, by default, if I make a a blog post on my site that's Diagram of the Human Heart, when you go to that page and you look in the title bar, you're going to see Interactive Biology, Diagram of the Human Heart. That is not what you want. You want it to say diagram of the human heart because that is what you're targeting specifically on that page. And then you want it to say interactive biology. So you want to flip that around. And there are plugins that help you to do that all-in-one SEO. That's one of the plugins that I've used in the past. Um, But now I do not use plugins anymore for this and the reason I don't is because I use WooThemes and WooThemes has all that stuff built in so that you don't have to use plugins and the less the fewer plugins you use the better because what that does is it allows your site to load quickly so that's why I like to use these premium theme, premium themes anyhow so we've spoken about the title the URL the next thing of course is the content Is your content relevant to the stuff that um, you are targeting, to the keywords that you are targeting? So if I write uh, uh, an article talking about diagrams of the human heart and I have pictures of um, different diagrams of the human heart, Google is also going to scan the content to see, are my keywords in there? So what you want to make sure to do is have the keywords high up in your article, number one, any headers that you have, so if, you're, if you have a different section where you're going to talk about um, uh, human heart diagrams at a certain point, you can do that, and then you can have something like an uh, explanation of these human, hearts, uh, human heart diagrams, and I'm just kind of going off the top of my head, and you can have something, a section that's entitled, Where to Find Human Heart Diagrams. And if you have that as a header, when Google scans your, your, your website page, whatever that blog post is, it will see, okay, these are the headers. This is the content that's right at the top. The, this is the title. And it all seems to be relevant to a diagram of the human heart. So that tells me when someone searches for a diagram of the human heart, if I'm Google it would be beneficial to show that more at the top of the search engines. All right, Uh, the next factor is keywords. Now, keywords are not as much a factor as they used to be. In the the past, Google used to pay a lot of attention to keywords, and in more recent times, they're not paying a lot of attention to keywords. So um, there's a debate as to whether it's valuable or not, but... Whether it is or not, I always think it's important to put the keyword tags in your blog post. so when you' um right when you write your blog post, you have your your title, you have your content, you put keywords that are relevant to what the person would be searching for um to get to that page, and that if it doesn't help with the search engine, um, it uh, it definitely does help when someone is on your site; they can see what posts are related, and when they do searches on your site, they can find your content. Now, uh, since I'm talking about diagram of the human heart, um, diagrams of the human heart, there's one thing that comes into play for search engine rankings that's very important. Whenever I put a picture in my blog post, when you go to WordPress and you upload a picture, um, it gives you a section where you can put an alt. Alt, uh, an alt attribute, and that stands for alternative attribute. And what that does is it allows you to give a description to the image, so that if someone does an image search for diagrams of the human heart, uh, your site comes up with its images, and they can come to that site. And that also gives Google more information as to what's on the page. Now, if you are like me with my interactive biology site, and you are using video. Here's the problem. When Google scans your site and it sees a video, it has no idea what is on that video. So this is what I do. Whenever I post a video on my site, I also include a transcript of the video. If I don't have a transcript, I have, uh, I have my show notes and I try to make them as descriptive as possible. Why? Because Google scans content, text content, not video content, um, not audio content. So if you have an MP3, if you're doing a podcast, um, it is very valuable to have show notes or a transcript because that gives Google more information. So those are the on-site factors that you want to pay attention to when it comes to search engine optimization. And just to recap, Make the title of the page relevant, the title of the blog post. Make it relevant to what someone is searching for. The shorter, the better. Try to have your keywords in there as close to the beginning as possible. You want to set your permalinks so that that also gives Google information. Um, And you can check out my seven day bootcamp, and that gives some more detailed information as to how to do that. Your content has to be relevant to what you're targeting. You want to have your headers. In the different sections, you you basically break up your blog post so that you have headers that are also relevant to the keywords that you're targeting. Um, If you have images, you want to put an alt attribute that is relevant to the keywords. Um, And if you're using video, include a transcript or descriptive show notes. That is is a summary of the on-site factors. It sounds like a lot to take into consideration, but once you get into the groove of doing it regularly, you'll see that it's not really that hard, and not only that, you'll see that you're going to start getting more traffic from the search engines if you do it well. Now, I spoke about keyword research, and I didn't go into too many details about keyword research, but the main thing with keyword research is this. You want to find keywords that have many searches and not a lot of competition. Now sometimes that's easier said than done. Um, There are tools that you can use. Yes, you can use the free Google AdWords tools, the Google AdWords tool to find um, good keywords. You can also use something like Market Samurai and that is extremely valuable. It cuts your time down significantly. Once again, I talk about that in the bootcamp, so you can check that out, 7daybootcamp.net, and that'll give you more details as to how to do the keyword research. Now, I want to be 100% honest and upfront with this. Um, A lot of this I do naturally, but a lot of it I I don't even pay much attention to. Um, For example, the keyword research. In a perfect world, whenever I post something to my site, I would do keyword research. But you know what? I don't have the time to do that. And when it comes to a website and a blog specifically and you're putting content out there regularly, if you are putting good content out there, most likely you're doing it in a way that can bring traffic. Once you have the basics down, you have a good title and all that kind of stuff, I don't go into as much keyword research as maybe I should. But, you know what, I don't really care to spend a whole bunch of time doing that. i rather just get my content out there. Um, if I think about something to write about or to make a video about, I make the video, I put it out there, and then I think, what's the best title for this? Um, how can I arrange it so that it has what it needs to rank well in the, in the search engines? And that's it. Put it out there. Get that stuff out there. Make your content, man. Put that content out there. And I've said that many times, and if you've been listening to me, you know that that's a big thing in terms of what I say. Uh, Put value out there regularly, do it a lot, a lot, as much as possible, and that's half the battle right there. Now let's talk about the off-site factors. Now Google, when Google came on the scene, it took... It took over from Yahoo and the other search engines that were out there quickly because it develop, they developed a complex algorithm. And many of the so-called SEO experts um, have been trying to figure it out. We have a good idea as to how it works, but in terms of the exact algorithm, it, it's complex. It takes a number of things into consideration. But it's built on a very simple principle. And I am gonna, I'm gonna coin a term. At least I think I'm coining this term. And this is what I'm gonna use to illustrate um, how these offsite factors work. And this is called the sharing principle. I really hope that I came up with that because I kind of like it. <laughs> um, but this is how the sharing principle works. If you like something you will want to share it with others. It's that simple. Now, when you think about the Internet, how do people share things on the inter- in the Internet world? Well, they do that by linking to articles, linking to blog posts, linking to a website. If I have a website and I link to another website, what I'm basically saying is, I like this website. I think it's valuable. I think it's relevant to my audience. So I want to share it with the world. Now, if many websites are linking to your website and these websites are credible sources of information, Google comes to the conclusion that your website is share worthy and it gives you a higher ranking in the search engine. Okay, so it gives you a higher page rank. That is what you want. So the more sites link to your site, the more confidence Google has in your site. And, and the way it does it is, it's, well, I was going to say it's quite simple. It's not really that simple, but the principle is simple. Google sends out these bots that scan the internet and they go to this site and they say, okay, this site is linking to this site. When it sees that link, it goes and then scans your site and and that process continues over and over and over. Now, It's very important to understand how that works because it can help you rank well in the search engines. The first aspect of off-site optimization is this, the number of backlinks. The more sites link to your site, the more Google comes to your site and visits your site via these sites, and that tells Google that a lot of sites think that this is quality content. Now, of course, it's not just the number of backlinks, but it's also the quality of backlinks. If a bunch of spam sites are linking to you, that is not a a, a plus, (laughs) all right? Uh, You want to have credible sites. The more credible a site is, when it links to you, that is gonna give you more value than if if you have five links from five crappy spam sites that Google does not give a lot of authority to. So what is your website about? Okay, my website is about biology. So what did I do in the beginning? I did some searches for biology websites and I I found a blog, I found a few blogs, I found some forums, I found some other websites that are relevant, very relevant to um, the content that I have and not just relevant, but they also had a high page rank. Google attributed uh, a lot of value to those sites. So I knew that if I get the... Those sites to link to me, that's going to help my search engine rankings. That's going to tell Google that my site is not a crappy site. My site is a quality site because all of these other sites are saying this is a good site. Go and check it out. And the more sites do that, the better I rank in Google. So... What would I recommend there? Find quality sites. If there are blogs in your niche that are high quality, um, you want to target those blogs and leave comments on those blogs. Every time you leave a comment on those blogs, um, that leaves a backlink to your site. And when Google comes and scans the site and it sees that there's a comment um, that's going to this site, it's going to follow that link to your site. That's if the site is a do-follow blog. Now, there are two types of um, blogs where that's concerned. There's do-follow and no-follow. And if the site is a do-follow blog, then, you can, then when you leave comments, Google, when it indexes the site um, and when it um, scans the site, it's going to follow that link back to your website, and that will count as a backlink. Now, if the, the site has a high page rank, that's going to help you even more. Another thing to keep in mind with that, um, you leaving a comment on a blog is different from someone writing about your site and linking to the site. If you get someone to actually write about your site, they think that your site is valuable, um, that's going to not only send traffic to your site, but it's also going to tell Google, hey, this website thinks that you're valuable. And I did that when I first started putting videos. I, I remember emailing a number of different websites that were relevant to my um, to the content that I had and say, hey, this is what I have Um Would you be interested in um, linking to it and writing something up about it so that your audience can also benefit from the resources? And I got some emails back from um, people that said, hey, this is great. I just made a post. Here's the link to the post, and you can see it. And you can see that they're linking to the site, and that is extremely valuable. Another thing uh, you can do is participate in forums. I mentioned that before, but when you participate in forums, um, some of them allow you to have your signature, have a signature that links back to your site, and that also helps. Another thing to keep in mind is the anchor text. This is very important because when someone links to your site, they can just do a straight up link. So they can just put go to www.interactivebiology.com, interactive biology.com, or they can say go to this biology website and then take the words biology website and make that into a link. The words biology website then becomes the anchor text. And that gives more information as to what that link is about. So, if you're targeting certain keywords, it's a good idea to try to have anchor texts linking back to your site that are relevant to the keywords that you are targeting. So, the number of backlinks is very important, the quality of the backlinks is very important. And the anchor text is also very important. So those are the off-site factors. I've spoken about the on-site factors, and that gives you a good idea as to how to rank well in the search engines. I hope that I hope that made it simple um, and not too complicated because searching o- search engine optimization does not have to be complex. Yes, you can get into a lot of complexities with it, but it really doesn't have to be overcomplicated. So let's try to make it as simple as possible and just do your best in terms of applying these on-site and off-site factors, taking advantage of them in a way that gives Google more information. And of course I say Google, but that's not the only search engine out there. It is the major player though. I want to encourage you, if you have any questions about internet marketing, growing your online business, to give us a call in the hotline. I'm not going to say the hotline right now, but at the end, I'm going to play it, and you can call in and ask your questions, and I will take your questions and answer them on the show. So that's it for this episode. Search engine optimization made easy. How to rank well in the search engines. I'll see you in the next one. Take care, and God bless. four